Hello, and welcome to Vital Compass. I'm Cris Ferraz Prade, and today we'll continue to explore the theme of self-care. On Monday, I sent a second uh, Vital Compass newsletter. So if you didn't get yours, go to the website and subscribe. They are short and easy. I call them Mind Care Moments. I shared a small haiku there. This is a type of Japanese poetry that appeared in the 16th century. They are small verses in three lines or more with like five, seven, five syllables. And the most famous poet of haiku is Matsu Basho, a 17th century poet from Japan. He combined humor and depth, aesthetic beauty and humanity in all his haikus. And there's a story um, about when one of his students showed, uh, showed him a haiku that he had composed. He said, Basho, I, I made a, a great haiku. Listen. Dragonfly, take off its wings, a red pepper pod. And Basho immediately reacted. No, he said. This is not the spirit of the haiku. Listen to the difference. Pepper pod. Add wings to it. A red dragonfly. I love this story. It talks about the importance of looking at things with respect, attention, and tenderness. The story says that as important as what you do is how you do it. The direction of the energy of the haiku was reversed, and this also has to do with the issue of self-care. As important as what you do to take care of yourself and I do to take care of myself is how we look at ourselves in this process and how we allow the energy to flow towards restoration. So if I spend half an hour doing a mindfulness meditation and then in this half hour, 20 minutes, I'm criticizing myself because I feel that I'm not doing it right, This half hour that was supposed to be self-care turned into self-punishment, right? Remember, not to tear off the dragonfly's wings, but to give wings to a red pepper pod. There is also a side of self-care that is in the perception of not being overwhelmed. So it's not a self-care action, but an important part of the process. It's the possibility to recognize that in order to work well, we all need a break. We all need breaks, right? So one of the things I notice, it's so hard. It's really crazy because it's so easy to lose ourselves on Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, and all those apps. And suddenly hours are lost posting and seeing posts. As I already said, I'm learning about these things uh, of having a podcast and, and using social media. And then as I go along, I receive many emails about 
like how to enhance the post's view, how to better publicize yourself uh, and your site, website, how to reach, I don't know, how many blah, thousands likes. It's brutal. It's really hard. So I follow the philosophy of Kevin Costner in the Field of Dreams movie from 89. Um, there's this saying that goes in the movie that says, if you build it, he will come. So I cannot speak of self-care if I don't take care of myself. And it's not about being perfect and always having the right balance, but about being aware and having compassion. So I try to be more aware of how, how do I manage social media, for, for example. Um, this attention to consistency has to do with how we participate in life. It's a constant attention. And I remember a very dear client a few years ago in Sao Paulo, in one of the sessions, she said, Chris, I'm so tired of paying attention to myself. I don't want to do it anymore. I just want, you know, just live and not really pay attention to myself. And of course, it's not possible to do that and to be, you know, aware of how you live your life. You have to be aware. So the difficulty is not so much to keep our awareness, our self-awareness, I find that the challenge, the difficulty is to keep a gentle self-awareness. That's the hard thing. There's a story about consistency in a play by a dear friend, um, João Signorelli. It's a Portuguese play, a monologue about Gandhi. It's a wonderful play. There's a scene where a mother asked Gandhi to talk to her son to stop eating sugar because he was eating too many sweets. So Gandhi asked her to come back in a month. Time passed and she comes back. And so she comes, she introduces her son to Gandhi who looks uh, the boy in the eyes and say, Son, stop eating sugar. It's not good for your health. And the boy shook his head and said goodbye. And the mother was a bit upset, so she went to talk to Gandhi. And she said, well, Gandhi, if that was all, why you had me waiting for a month? And Gandhi said, because last month I, I was also eating sugar. This play is wonderful. I, I wish you could watch it. I don't know if Juan has it translated to English, um, but it's an, a, a beautiful monologue. And this is the 10th episode of the second season. Each season of Vital Compass has 10 episodes. Then it's time for a break. In the coming weeks, I'll continue to research the topics that we are talking about and make contact with other guests. And I also need some time to dedicate myself to expanding my private practice. I'm starting an anxiety management group in times of pandemic and maintaining a balance between work and rest is essential. 
Ricardo Lemi, who you met in the first episode about life-changing experiences, said, Many who believe they earn more the more they work fail to realize the side effects of stress that follows their reduced free time. Consider a little less work and experience the relative gain from the greater potential for achievement and happiness experienced. It's essential to have time to savor the achievements, otherwise they can become steps towards the abyss of nothingness, or just another addiction, already found among us in people who cannot relax, because they are addicted to work. Loving to work, loving work, is different from being addicted to it. Ricardo is a neurosurgeon, physicist, and specialist in anthroposophical medicine. He has a wonderful blog called Health is Awareness. The title in Portuguese is Saúde é Consciência. But you can access the blog in English, so I'll leave the details in the description of this episode. Ricardo participated in the book Caring for the Caregiver that I organized and published in 2015. And this is a little excerpt from the chapter that he wrote. For us to maintain our connection in this pause, I ask you to send me ideas for themes that you would like to hear here and people that you find interesting to bring to our conversations. Your contribution makes a big difference for me. And all ideas are welcome. And if you are interested in participating in the meetings, in the online meetings of anxiety man management in times of pandemic, you can send me an email. It'll be six online meetings of one hour each to explore tools to help to better deal with anxiety and strategies to boost confidence. If you want more details, just send me a message. Because of the lockdown, the second lockdown here in England, times of tension exacerbate anguish and anxiety. So I thought about this program to meet the demand of some people who got in contact about feeling anxious. The third season starts on December 9th. Until then, take good care of yourself. Write haikus, read poetry, dance, listen to music. How, cultivate a little time for yourself every day. And if you think that a friend of yours might be interested in some topics that we have addressed here, you can send it to him and invite friends who are in the same vibe as us to join our circle. Conversations become more diverse and this stimulates our gaze to the outside world and the inside world. And by doing this, we refine our vital compass. Before I say goodbye, I invite you to follow Vital Compass on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is just a click. And when you have some time, go check the website 
www.vitacompass.com. You can create a login and follow closely the posts on Explore and also the podcast episodes fresh from the oven. And if you enjoy this episode, please make a review here. You can help others find the podcast and we can expand our circle of conversations. I'll see you next week. Take good care of yourself.